This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Percy, look at this. This is the section the intake team sent over. They're concerned about the advocate's response when confronted with Percy. I'm sorry, Sonia. I'm having trouble concentrating. It's okay. I just thought you'd like to see what they'd... Percy, I am so sorry. Sonia, again, we worked this out. I'm good. You're forgiven. Please, we have to let it go. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for Mycroft. (laughs) I'm not sure I can believe that. Sonia, there's a difference between active and reactive choices. You're a former advocate. Tell me about reactive bystanders. Abusers don't care about who they involve in their abuse. Daniels objectified me, made me into a reactive bystander in whatever this is. You're responsible for your actions. Rose was in trouble. You did the best you could. Then you resigned because you recognized that you made a mistake. Your responsibility ends there. Any guilt beyond that just feeds Mycroft's plan. When's your session with Jeanette? Tomorrow, but Percy? Oh no, still? He's angry. Feeney's not angry at you. I just don't know what to say to him to fix it. He's forgiven you too. Please, don't let that get in the way of moving forward with Jeanette. You deserve healing, Sonia. Percy, sorry to interrupt. (laughs) No problem. Hi, I'm Sonia. Sonia, this is Wesley Lynn, Senator Alcorn's personal attorney. She's lending her to us. Happy to meet you. Sonia Jarrett? (laughs) Yeah, I'm that Sonia. (laughs) Right, you're the first survivor Feeney was telling me about. (laughs) Yes. Would you excuse me for just a minute? Of course. Percy, Alcorn wanted you to review this list of names. They're all the advocates you and Feeney have had to terminate. She wants you to prep a report about why each one was terminated. Okay, thanks. Add it to the stack of other requests. Feeney and I will ensure it's done. You seem calm on the outside. Ah, so you are heightened. And you're a telepath. Alcorn told you? Yes. Confidentially. She said it's not something everyone knows. Everyone here tonight knows. You're uncomfortable with that. It's not discomfort. It's a bit of envy. It'd be so efficient to just be able to communicate telepathically. (laughs) I can see the appeal, but there's a level of unease when people discover I can read them. I can't imagine the distress I would cause if I just spoke in their head. Verbalizing makes everyone more comfortable. But how much can you read? I never cross the line of consent. Aren't there people you're just dying to read, though? Like, like Alcorn. She's so fun. Who wouldn't want to read her? <laughs> I never heard her described quite like that. Well, Percy, we're going to find it. Before the inquiry? Whatever it is, Mycroft's God. I hate that I'm questioning everything. Every moment, every tool, every interaction, every assigning, what could Ben have gotten hold of? What could it be? What could what be? Addie, Dion finally down? If his mommy Percy would stop broadcasting all this anxiety, he might be able to rest without the calm waves I'm sending him. Mm. I'll let you take this one, Addie. She's doing the spiral thing again. I'd hardly call it a spiral. Addie, I'll be inside. 
She's so... Helpful? Well, you're a riot. No one wants to see you this anxious, Percy. I'm sorry about Dion. Yes, I read the sleep book you sent me. We're supposed to get him down without the calm waves, blah, blah. After this is over, we should really write a book on empathic attachment theory. There are so few on the market these days. (laughs) Thanks. I needed that. Addie. Mycroft's finally done it. He's going to take the haven from me. Honey, I'm so sorry. And then especially after all the victories that brought us here. Purse, I'm getting that vengeance thing again. You need me to get the swords or what? I don't know. The anger flares and then I just feel this massive, twisted frustration. It's rage and then defeat. Hopeless, like it's never going to get better. And then this determination. Can't let the haven go. Not like this. Not when there's so many people depending on it. Depending on Feeney. Addie, what's Feeney going to do if the Haven goes away? He'll blame himself for that, too. He's the one that had to report Sonia. You have no idea the hell he's put himself through over everything. The hell Daniel's put him through. We're clear on that, right? Don't you dare blame yourself for Daniel's actions. You don't get to take this on, either. Not this one. What about the hell you've put yourself through? You can't tell Feeney about that. I have to keep that from him. If he heard that, promise me you won't say anything. Never... Purse, I need to ask you about something. It's not going to be easy, but I need to know if it's... You're scaring me with that block. And all that fear, just out with it. What's Operation Tiger? Wait. Addie. Atreya. How do you know about that? You were thought broadcasting in your sleep. Woke me up. Oh my god. Addie. This is... We can't. I'm... I have to. Just... I don't even know, but then... I'm not sure because anyone would really... Slow down! My beautiful, spectacular, freak-level vault of lockdown emotional control! If you're going to keep anything from that horrible man, you need to calm down. Unconscionable, remember? Unconscionable. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Focus on now. We're here now. You are here with me now. Thank you. I just need assurance. If you heard that, it means... I'm your wife, Purse. Gonna hear the private stuff. Part of the block we built together. And I like knowing something you can't take back. You've always been a little... Know it all. Stole my punchline. <laughs> to think people used to dream about being married to a mind reader. Makes it so we don't have to spend a lot of time fighting? Yes, and we should get back to that because you're deflecting. Just using the tools my advocate gives me. I'm not letting this go. What is Operation Tiger? There was this unbelievable amount of pain and fear surrounding it. It woke Dion. It was that intense. I'm sorry. Truly. I'm sorry about Dion especially. I would love to explain more, but I just... Can't? Addie, it's not to keep you out. It's safety. Percy? Hey, Sonia. Hi, Addie. Listen, um, Wesley wanted to know if you could join us back inside. She's got some info she wants to give to all of us. This isn't done, Percy. Dion just woke again. I'm going to go check in on him. So it's important to remember that though you can assert your right not to answer a question, it might be seen as deceptive. What if Daniels tries to lead one of them to a trap? We have to plan on that. He is absolutely going to do that. He's out for blood. Haven's blood. Percy's blood. I'm going to be fine. I've done dozens of these things. Not with him. Not like this. Not where you are the subject of the investigation. 
What if he asks a question about what I did? He's going to. You need to be practicing so you're ready for him to ask every single question you're terrified he's going to ask. I got that fear, Sonia. It's okay to be emotional about it. Yes, it is. Here, anyway. And when we're in the, that hearing room, when he's got the floor, you're going to need to go Grey Rock. What's Grey Rock? Good question, Ashley. Truman, you want to take this one? Yeah, Grey Rock means not giving any emotion whatsoever. It's a bland, emotionless response that addresses only the facts. It's the shortest possible answer. <clears throat> the, the abuser is expecting you to respond with overwhelming emotion, but you don't. It's a way of taking your power back, taking control. Daniels is trying to get you to be as emotional as possible, not just to sway public opinion, but also to make you lose control. Got it. We, we can't be strategic if we're emotional. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Percy, this is especially important for you. He's going to be looking for ways to get you riled before you can even take the stand. For example, if you make Sonia break, that's going to affect you. I won't break. I believe you're resolved there, and I've seen seasoned politicians lose it while on the stand at a simple committee hearing with a toxic chairperson. It's not about strength, it's about strategy. Brilliant. How do we go Grey Rock? How does that work? Feeney, I'm going to let you take this one. I've watched the Grey Rock you've been doing all night with Ben's press tour videos. I'm not sure that's Grey Rock so much as complete confusion. Still, what you're broadcasting and what your face is showing are two very different things. I'm impressed. Thanks, I think. Uh, the best way to go Grey Rock is, well, it's like having a toddler. When they're having a tantrum, you don't try to get them to calm down. They're throwing a tantrum because they didn't get their way. So let them throw the tantrum. Let them have the big, huge breakdown and remember that they're incapable of handling big emotions. It helps to center on a mantra that reminds you about your own needs or what's in your control. Great idea, Feeney. Sonia, give us a good mantra. Um, I control me. I am responsible for my actions alone. Now break that down into a single word. That's a lot to remember when you're answering questions on the stand. Mine. Good. I felt that release. Good work. Keep practicing that with the emotional release. Truman, how about yours? It doesn't matter what he does. I'm allowed to have safety. And the one word? Allowed. Perfect. Ashley, how about you? I'm smarter than he. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that a bad one? That is by far my favorite mantra ever. I love you for your confidence, Dr. Soleil. It's not confidence, Dr. Soleil. It's fact. <laughs> I also love you for being smarter than he. You're adorable. You're both adorable. What's the one word, Ashley? Smarter. Wonderful. Feeny, you're not subpoenaed, but how you react internally is going to get to Percy with how close you two are. Never. I get that you think you'll be able to... No, that's the one word. Ooh, good one. I want to hear the whole mantra. We are going to expose him for the abuser he is, so he can never hurt any of us ever again. Ever. That's a lot of power you're both feeling, and though we're going to need that at other times, while people are on the stand, we're going to need calm. Collect it. Got it. Then I'm going with, you didn't choose what he did, and you can choose how to respond now. One word, choose. Good. Solid. Percy? Hell.
Wow, that was... I've never felt an entire room just calm itself so fast. Do I even want to know what the whole mantra is? Probably not. Uh, Percy, when you're done with prep, would you teach me how to do that? It'd help with some group session, and I'm going to be leading this semester. I'd be happy to teach you the mechanics right now, if you'd like. Wesley, we good? Yeah. Alcorn said she'd be here in a minute anyway. Feeny, I need you outside for a minute. Are you okay? Yeah, but you're not. I'm fine. (laughs) Fine, like my best friend is about to face this horrific abuser in front of the media and the world? Or fine, like I might lose my life's work because of my former protege. Or fine, like I might still be angry with that former protege. Or fine, like I can't even muster a calm wave for a practice exercise. Like that kind of fine? Who advocates for the advocate, huh? (laughs) In the absence of Percy, I'm the best you've got. You're better than the best. And Percy's right in there. Can't support you like you need right now. Besides, there's an undercurrent of something, and I don't need heightened receptors to tell me that. All right, all right, I'm... I blame myself. Sonya's actions aren't your fault. She made a choice. No, not that. I talked Percy into taking that first class from Daniels. I'm the reason they ever met to begin with. I thought he was so talented. My Phoenix, you know you're not to blame. Would you blame one of your survivors for introducing Ben to other people at the Haven? Of course not. Are you using advocate best practices on me? I've been spending a lot of my spare time with Addie lately, and she's brushing up on all of her training. She wants to be ready if you need someone to help out. Yeah, but... But nothing. If you wouldn't do it to others, it's totally not cool to do it to yourself. Isn't that the point? Oh, okay, okay. I give. You're right. (laughs) So brilliant advocate. What tool would you suggest for someone who blames themselves for something they aren't responsible for? I'd have them pick the tool. Ah, so what tool would you like to use? Fantasy. And how will you use it? I'll imagine my favorite character telling me that I did the best I could. (laughs) You can add your wife to that, too. You did the best you could. (laughs) You are better than a thousand fantasies. (laughs) And you're... What did they call you in that vid chat on the news the other night? Feeny so dreamy. Yeah. (laughs) You totally liked that. I'm going to call you that from now on. Call him what? Feeny so dreamy. It's an official search term already. Hmm. I believe it. He's got a lot of fans out there after that press conference last month. (laughs) See? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm starving. I'm going to get some avocado toast. Love you, Ash. Love you too, Mr. Dreamy. (laughs) She is ridiculous. (laughs) She made you smile. No one can do that right now. I came out here to tell you that I'm okay. You don't need to worry. Until we figure out what exactly Daniels has on you, I do need to worry. Okay, then I hereby, as your advocate and old friend, give you permission to worry about that, and that alone. Funny. Everyone's a comedian. Alcorn's got a list of things her team wants us to look for. And both the intake and the trial teams have volunteered extra hours to review recordings and case files. Whatever it has been found, we've got enough people on it. By the way, Ashley's right. It wasn't your fault. Emotional abusers, especially narcissistic psychopaths like Mycroft, are deceptive. 
He has a dozen or so tools to deceive anyone at every turn. No way you could have known he'd do all this. We both know the drill. I feel out of control, so I blame myself to feel in control. It's a pretty clever way to handle an abusive situation. Just not the most healing. Yeah. Oh, there's Alcorn. Hmm. Wesley, my team says things are buzzing along. Thank you. And we've got a problem. What is it? Ben. He's on this giant press tour and he's killing our funding campaign because he's the only one talking to the press. We need an ally for our campaign, a sparring partner for him. But who? Anyone on your team, Wesley? No, and that wouldn't work. You need a storyteller more than you need a strategist. What about Truman? He's subpoenaed. Any of the other reform committee members we could ask? They'll all be part of the questioning. Optics are terrible. What are the optics you want? Someone who has personal experience with the Haven. Preferably someone who knows how to push back on Ben without being labeled as a bully. It'd be great if we could find someone that can have a good rapport with any of the anchors. Julia. Julia. She's got, what, three million followers? Four. Perfect. <laughs> Percy, will you reach out? I'll do that right now. Be right back. How was she? She was joking with me a minute ago. Her block is locked and solid. She's got this. And you? I'm meeting with my new advo tomorrow. I'll be fine. Good. We can't afford any risks right now. I'll prove it to you, I promise. Don't prove it to me. I'm not the one who'll need it if the haven is closed. Understood. Now then, Wesley, you had some questions that you wanted to show me? Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts, some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800 799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be part of your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. 
and, and we, we believe, believe in your right to that freedom. freedom.